everyone. Welcome back to the Sincerely Me podcast. Uh, this episode is going to be focusing in on sections three and four of the blog series Exiting Excuses. So if you haven't tuned in and listened to section one and two, it's about 15-20 minute podcast episode just before this one. I would encourage you to do so, but if it doesn't bother you, uh, by all means, um, let's jump into things. But section three that we're going to start with is called Rewriting Your Role. I want to start off with a Shakespeare quote. So Shakespeare first said, all the world is a stage. And I'm beginning to see the truth behind it. To be clear, this isn't to say we have to go through life as actors. What this does mean is we have the ability to be essentially whoever we want to be. Ever since I was five, I've wanted to write, have filled over a dozen notebooks with poetry, written a blog that reached over half a million people, and have searched for ways of making this into a career. Finding what makes you tick. So like most would be, I was under the impression that unless I became a New York Times bestselling author or a world-renowned blogger, then there would be no way I could make a career out of this. Then I realized something. Why exactly is it I can't do those things? Is it that I can't or I just simply don't? Once I realized that nothing and no one is stopping me from being successful in whichever arena chosen, I couldn't help but find myself undergoing a shift in mindset. Finding a career of fulfillment is simply finding something you're passionate about. That is not to say that every single passion you choose to turn into a career is going to be successful. But for the most part, if a job exists that lets you do what it is you're passionate about on a regular basis and pays you money to do so, it can be. So when is the right time to take that leap of faith? I'm glad you asked. I wish I had a better answer for you than the one I'm about to respond with, but here it goes. The quote, right time, is different for everyone. There are no two people who are going to be able to turn the page and enter into that next chapter of life at a time identical to yours. So do not fall into a game of comparison. All you need to know is when it will be right for you. One bad scene will not ruin the entire play. So take a deep breath. Going back to what Shakespeare said, the world is all a stage. So with that, we have the ability to play whichever role we want. Even more than that, we have the ability to change the role we are at at any point in time. But the best yet is the fact that no matter what it is you do during that one particular chapter or scene of your life, there does not have to be a greater impact than what you allow for. When we allow ourselves to stop saying it's a bad life and start saying it's just a bad day, we will be giving ourselves the gift of forgiveness, something we oftentimes forget we're deserving of. Oftentimes we find ourselves in situations where we are left feeling like it is ourself who is the problem and we fail to see the bigger picture. Disappointment is guaranteed to come when you choose to spend your energy trying to control the uncontrollable things in life. What I mean by that is there are a lot of things in life that are within our reach of control. That can be changed just as quickly as they came into existence, but there are several other factors that we can do nothing about. For example, the accident on the interstate that stuck you in traffic for an hour and made you late for an important meeting at work. Unless you created habit out of waking up every morning with the assumption in mind that there could be an additional half hour of traffic waiting due to an accident, there would be no way of prediction. So what is considered a controllable versus an uncontrollable? This would seem like an easy question to answer, but in the heat of the moment, we oftentimes forget. To simplify, here are a few examples of things we can control. The time we get up in the morning, what we have for breakfast, whether or not we choose to drink coffee or tea, your outfit for the day, your attitude upon waking, how much you prepare for a test or a class assignment, 
Here's a list of things we cannot control. Traffic on the way to work, an accident on the way to a meeting, a client canceling on you, the score at the end of your favorite team's game, the loss of a loved one. The most substantial growth that you'll undergo in your life begins to take effect when you learn how to take control over the things you can and seize the desire to have to take power over the things you can't. So I'm going to say that again. The most substantial growth that you will ever undergo in your life begins to take effect when you learn how to take control of the things that you can and you seize the desire you have to take power over the things that you can't. The biggest obstacle we have to overcome is our own mind. It isn't everything else that's standing in our way of happiness, it's ourselves. Ever heard the phrase, misery loves company? There's a reason why that's such a true statement. The majority of people would rather make themselves unhappy with the way their life is right now rather than accepting this chapter for what it is and moving on from it as circumstances permit. Almost everything, guys, almost everything will work again if you try unplugging it. This pertains to you too. If you feel burnt out, miserable, overwhelmed, unplug for an hour or two, maybe even a whole day. Give yourself the opportunity to recharge, reset, and reboot, just like you would the cable box. It is far too easy to sit around and tell yourself everything is wrong, but then this translates to a sense of defeat rather than resilience and growth. If you allow yourself to stay within the same mindset you've always had or focused in on the negative aspects of your life, then you are leaving no room for the good. Letting go doesn't have to be a sign of weakness or surrender. Letting go can be recognition of the lack of need you have in your life for a certain person or thing, and because of that, you're choosing to move on from it. Once you realize the only factor you have control over is the situation is yourself, you begin to stand up for yourself in a way that sometimes translates to parting ways with someone else. However, this is a crucial part of your life. Practice the six-second response reflex. The next time that you're in a situation that creates some upheaval within you and you feel yourself brewing a remark that may not benefit the conversation, choose to wait six seconds before responding. So our brain's impulsivity works in five-second windows. So when you choose to wait longer than five seconds to respond to someone's statement, you are giving yourself the time it takes to change the tonality, words, and entire meaning of your response. Despite having zero control over another person's words, we have complete control over how we choose to react. And the majority of life is simply a reaction to the circumstances life throws your way. If you cannot calm the storm, wait for it to pass. Have you ever found yourself in an argument with a person who wants to have the last word almost as badly as you do? If you have, then you know those arguments tend to go nowhere until one of the people involved allows themselves a breather so both parties can calm. In the majority of cases, these arguments aren't necessarily ones you can bring to an immediate halt, but what you can do is give yourself a moment of solace while the storm passes and then engage. Letting go isn't scary, starting over is. Say it louder for the people in the back. Since this is a podcast, I'll just say it louder. Letting go is not scary, guys, starting over is. If I could shout this one from the rooftops, I would, because it's something we all need to hear and be reminded of, myself included. 
our souls crave consistency and comfort. We like what's expected and predictable. Therefore, we don't like the things that change what is routine. Let's think of it in terms of exercising. If you do the same exercise every day for years upon years, there will come a point where you see very little to no progress being made. This is because your body's gotten used to the workout, so it's no longer being challenged or forced to grow. The same thing happens to us mentally. When nothing new is introduced and we stay in the same bubble with the same routine, we lose interest in our own existence. Guys, when we let ourselves stay in the same routine, the same consistency, the same comfort, we lose interest in our own existence. Going into section four, this one is paying it forward. So if I was to say that I set a prime example of quote, paying it forward on a regular basis, I would be lying, so I'll spare you the BS. What I do know is that there are more ways to pay it forward than monetarily. By that, I mean it is more than just the direction of going forward. It's the impact you had on what is left behind. Every day we get the same 24 hours, the same 1,440 minutes, the same 86,400 seconds as we did the day before. But that doesn't mean that what we did yesterday cannot bleed into today. Manifestation is an event, action, or object that clearly shows or embodies something, especially a theory or an abstract idea. The things you do, the words you say, the feelings you have, the character you exhume, and the impact you desire to bring are all the ingredients that make up the manifestation that is you. And the event, action, or object is your legacy, and all of that is woven together to create the embodiment of you. What do you want to be? In each day you choose to be kind and show gratitude, you're sculpting the masterpiece that is all you leave behind. It has to be worth it. I find the fear of being forgotten to be innately natural, and understandably so. After all, with the one shot you have in the current life you live, you are given no second chances, so whether you choose to pay it forward in its literal sense or not, you are paying your legacy and the memorable version of you forward with the life that is lived during those 86,400 seconds. Maya Angelou said it best when quoting, I've learned that people will forget what you said, people will forget what you did, but people will never forget how you made them feel. It's true to say that even the smallest acts of kindness can make the greatest impact. Even through my brief skim of Facebook this morning, I found the story of a woman who was seen paying for a gas with her last $5. When the man behind her in line noticed, he added $10 to her tank. She included in her version of events that this simple act of generosity is what altered her mindset from suicide to gratitude, and suddenly she wanted to know what tomorrow had in store. Because we do not know when a person is on their last leg, awaiting the final straw, on the verge of their breaking point, it is up to us to abolish any negativity when in the presence of strangers. I had a man enter into an elevator I was on the other day, and when I asked him how he was doing, he responded with, very well, but I'm not used to people talking to me on the elevator. You kind of took me by surprise there. And I'm not sure why this bothered me, but I was grateful to, quote, be the change in this particular scenario. Then upon his exit, he gladly spun around and wished me a prosperous rest of the day. And it was in that moment I received the sort of pay-it-forward validation that we don't always have the privilege of witnessing. Befriending a stranger on an elevator may not be your cup of tea. 
but covering the cup of coffee for the person waiting behind you in line at Starbucks or extending a thank you to the cleaning staff of your office building can be equally as rewarding. So guys, I challenge you to take a step in the direction of selflessness. When you see the opportunity to do so and to continue to manifest within yourself the kind of person that you want to be, to cultivate into becoming the kind of person you would want to meet. Again, to cultivate into becoming the kind of person you would want to meet. I challenge you all to go forward and start exercising this. Because guys, when we cannot find the hero we need, it is necessary that we know how to become one. I hope you all have a really great and prosperous rest of your day. Thanks so much.